This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, May 12th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. USDA sub-cabinet takes shape. China agrees to beef biotech openings. USDA trade post cheered. Pruitt quick WOTUS rule. White House is close to announcing several top nominees at the Agriculture Department. Sources tell AgriPulse. Here are the names that we've heard. Steve Sensky, CEO of the American Soybean Association, is expected to be named Deputy Secretary, the department's chief operating officer. Sensky, who grew up on a soybean and corn farm in Minnesota, won't be a stranger to the halls of USDA. He worked there during both the Reagan and George H. Bush administrations in different jobs, including administrator of the Ford Agriculture Service. Bill Northey, Iowa's popular agriculture commissioner, will be named first-ever undersecretary for the newly configured area of farm production and conservation, sources say. Northey would oversee the Farm Service Agency, Risk Management Agency, and the Natural Resources Conservation Service. For more on the proposed reorganization, visit www.agripulse.com. Ted McKinney, Indiana State Agriculture Director, would be the first Undersecretary of Trade, a position mandated by the 2014 Farm Bill. McKinney is close to Vice President Mike Pence and is a former Director of Global Corporate Affairs for Elanco Animal Health. Sam Clovis, who is already working at USDA headquarters as a senior advisor for USDA Chief Sonny Perdue, could also be nominated as an undersecretary. Sources are pointing to the helm of the research, education, and economics mission area. Clovis joined the Trump campaign team in August 2015 after serving as the Iowa director for Rick Perry's presidential campaign. Trump scores China pledges on beef and biotech. The Trump administration has secured commitments from China to allow imports of U.S. beef and accelerate approvals of new biotech traits. China, in return, will get access to the U.S. market for cooked chicken. The commitments outlined in a Commerce Department statement released last night set specific deadlines for each country to act. China promises to allow imports of U.S. beef on terms consistent with international standards no later than July 16th. By the same date, USDA must release a proposed rule for permitting imports of cooked poultry products from China. The statement also says China has until the end of this month to complete science-based evaluations of all eight pending U.S. applications. China then must provide import approvals within 20 days after safety checks are completed. The news of the China breakthrough came just hours after the Senate finally confirmed Bob Lighthizer as U.S. Trade Representative, completing the last major piece of Trump's trade policy team. Purdue cheered for trade position. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Purdue is getting widespread praise for creating the new undersecretary in the department to oversee agricultural trade development. However, a separate part of his reorganization plan, which eliminates the undersecretary for rural development, is raising concern among some on Capitol Hill that Purdue is downgrading rural development programs. The trade position will be challenging to carry out just because of the complexity of the department and the issues. Under Purdue's plan, the undersecretary will have direct oversight over just one agency, 
the Ford Agriculture Service, which has fewer than a 1,000 employees to promote U.S. agricultural products overseas and monitor foreign markets. The undersecretary won't have direct oversight of other agencies that have major trade responsibilities, including the Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service and the Food Safety Inspection Service. However, the undersecretary will chair an interagency committee that includes representatives of those and other agencies. The bottom line, when it comes to interagency disagreements over trade challenges, the buck will stop with the secretary's office. Rural development move more problematic. Lawmakers could fight Purdue's attempt to eliminate the Undersecretary for Rural Development. Several Democrats, including Debbie Stabenow, the ranking member of the Senate Agriculture Committee, expressed opposition to the move. Stabenow said this proposal would eliminate an important voice for rural America and bypass Congress's role in confirming a qualified nominee didn't take long for Ohio Democrat Sherrod Brown, who's up for re-election in 2018, to make this a Senate campaign issue. In a news release, Brown said, Ohio's rural communities are too often overlooked by Washington as it is, and downgrading USDA's rural development sends a message that rural Ohio is not a priority for this administration. Republican John Hoven, who chairs the Senate Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee, didn't sound ready to sign off on this part of Purdue's plan either. Hoven's subcommittee would have to fund the reorganization, and he says he wants to make sure that rural development would not lose its emphasis within the USDA. Privately, some appropriators are wondering why USDA didn't talk to them about keeping the Undersecretary for Rural Development as a part of the reorganization. USDA portrays the move as elevating the importance of rural development within the department since the rural development agencies would now report directly to the secretary. Rural development employs more than 4,800 employees. The National Rural Electric Cooperatives Association somewhat guarded in its response. The group CEO, Jim Matherson, said rural electric co-ops would work with the department and Congress to ensure that USDA's rural development programs meet the needs of rural America in the most effective manner possible. Stabenow also cautious on NRCS move. Stabenow also raised concerns about the part of Purdue's reorganization plan that moves the Natural Resources Conservation Service under the new Undersecretary for Farm Production and Conservation. NRCS will be tied more closely with the agencies that deal directly with farmers, the Farm Service Agency and the Risk Management Agency. Stabenow said, while I hope this move will better coordinate programs that help farmers, it is critical that this change does not diminish the important work of NRCS as it does to protect our land and water. Pruitt, WOTUS rule by early 2018. EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt is promising that his agency will release a new and final Waters of the U.S. rule by the first quarter of 2018 at the latest. In an interview with conservative radio host Hugh Hewitt, Pruitt said, I anticipate and hope that by the end of the year or first quarter of 18 that we'll have a final rule. That's an aggressive target, given the complexity of replacing the Obama-era rule and the procedures required to issue regulations. Plus, environmental groups are almost certain to challenge the withdrawal of the current WOTUS rule in court. 
EPA delays new pesticide regulations. EPA is extending by a year the effective date for its certified pesticide applicator rule so it can develop compliance and training materials, according to the agency. The decision was applauded by numerous groups, including the National Association of State Departments of Agriculture. Its CEO, Barb Glenn, said the extra year will allow states to work with EPA to ensure adequate training resources and compliance assistance activities are in place to ensure we educate before we regulate. The rule applies to people who apply restricted-use pesticides. EPA will have to decide whether it plans to take comments on the extension until May 22, 2018. The pre-publication copy of the Federal Register notice that was released yesterday says it's both a final rule and a proposal with a seven-day comment period. EPA's press release was clear in saying the agency was extending the timeline by a year. EPA lawyers are trying to figure out how to resolve the confusion. Here's today's He Said It. I think he's been very effective. He's getting support from other members of the cabinet to weigh in on the value of trade to agriculture and the fact that we have to move our products and we're in a rough patch. That Senate Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts on Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue. Well, that is Daybreak for this Friday, May 12th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.